so I wouldn't get out of bed for less than £200 an hour. I swear, some sparkers, they live in a dream world. I've never been able to charge people £200 an hour. The most I've been able to charge in my career is £80 an hour, and that was for a specialised job that was out of hours. You can, however, just put a quote in at an extortionate amount of money. Basically, put your hourly rate up to £200. Yeah, you can put the quote in, that's fine. But if you're competing against other electricians that are also trying to get that job, your quote's going to get put at the bottom of the list for being a stupid amount of money. So how much should you actually charge in 2024 as a qualified electrician? And if you stick around to the end, I'll give you a free hourly rate calculator They'll help you determine how much you should be charging. Toolbox Talks for Electricians, helping electricians reduce stress, gain back time, and earn more money. Hello and welcome back once again to Toolbox Talks for Electricians. My name is Ben Poulter, your host. And you may well know that every electrician, they charge a different amount of money. And this is for a number of different reasons. And all this comes with experience of running your own business as an electrician. I think a freshly qualified electrician who's going to took that took that bike sort of thing, took that risk and thought, right, I'm going to go out there on my own and start my own business. They're going to struggle to sort of charge £60 an hour. I say struggle. I know that some people, they do actually do it. They start out straight away charging £60 an hour and they get on really well. But if you're trying to build a business to start with, you're trying to build a customer base, I think £60 an hour might be a bit of a high figure for an hourly rate. Well, I only say that because I think it was for me when I first started out. Because this is mainly one of the reasons why people retrain to be an electrician. They quit their job and think, right, I'm going to become a sparky. I can get £60 an hour. I can get £100 an hour. A lot of people, they quit their jobs to do this because you get better money. Because they've been told by other electricians that have maybe been in the industry for quite a while that thinks, yeah, you can charge this amount. And they do, they go out, they get qualified, they do fantastic, get their 2391, get 18th edition qualified, and they start their own business. But then they find out, yeah, no one's actually giving me any work. Or my quotes I'm charging out, as I was told, basically £60 an hour, but no one's giving me, I'm not winning any jobs sort of thing. And then they sort of give it a, give it a go in a way, jack it in and think, right, scrap this, I'm going to go and get a job for £25 an hour as employed. You just need to understand that like anything in life, things take time. And I have heard it before that people say when you first start out of business, you're a new business. So you should expect to run that business at a loss for the first year. And that first year, that will help you grow your customer base and grow your reputation. So don't worry about running at a loss. Just crack on and carry on through for the first year and maybe run it at a loss. Well, I'm here to tell you that scrap that. That I don't believe that whatsoever. If you've done a couple of jobs, you've not made a profit, then something's wrong. You need to try and figure out what's going wrong and sort it out fast. But there is a number of mistakes that people make, that electricians make when first starting out in their own business, because I made them mistakes too. And one of them is basically not charging enough. Going around a customer's house and changing maybe one light fitting or changing a socket. And yeah, what's that? Take less than an hour sometimes. Yeah, but just charge me 20 quid. You cannot make a business working like this. Because by the time that you've answered the call, you've arranged to go around there, you've booked it in, you've gone around there, you've travelled there in your van that you obviously bought as well with all your test kit, got it out, changed the light, tested it to make sure it works properly and tested it to make sure it's going to work efficiently later on. By the time you've done all that, you're going to be running at a loss. And if you compare this to maybe working in Audi or a supermarket, stacking shelves, you're probably going to be better off doing that. 
And another bad thing about being so cheap is that you'll be known as a cheap electrician. Do you know any electricians? Yeah, I know this electrician. He's cheap. You don't want to be known as a cheap electrician. That is the last thing that you want to be associated with your business, with you sort of thing. Cheap. You don't want to do things cheap. What you want to be known as is a good electrician. The electrician that can solve your problems. The electrician that can fix your wiring. The electrician that can install fantastic led lights or transform transform your room with this led light in these days when you've got plinth lighting under cupboard lighting and red green umbrella or red green and yellow remote controlled lighting it can change the room and you want to be known as that person that done that job i did a job just last year and this customer they just asked me i've known him for a little while now so they just asked me to come round and get on and do the electrics in their bathroom well in that bathroom they had all new brand new led down lights and that circuit needed to be changed to an RCD protected circuit. So it could basically pass the Part P regulation. They had LED track lines all in the shelf. It was beautiful. And yes, we had to run a supply in for the extractor fan via an isolator with a power supply for the new mirror that was going up, the mirror with the shaver point in that was going up. And when that job came to an end, they had the bathroom fitter, the plumber, the tiler, the plasterer, everybody in there customer turned around and said to me ben i'm worried about your bill this is the only one that's going to shock me so i just had to recap it like yep we put led lights in here we obviously changed the circuit in your fuse board to rcd protected we put led track lights in that are all waterproof inside inside a profile for inside your bathroom and yeah i looked at her and said yeah you, you probably should be but in my experience, after a little while, customers don't necessarily care what it costs. They trust you in that you're going to charge them a, a decent amount of money, like something that's reasonable. Then you're not going to rip them off because obviously you want future work out of them. I've known these customers for years. So, yeah, and no doubt I'll do plenty of work for them in the future. And they trust you to do the work. And they value that, like being a, doing a good job and doing a, well, a nice, neat, safe job sort of thing over... A cheap old job. A cheap, they could get probably get someone in there. They know enough people that could say, right, get some sparking to come in and throw a couple of lights up. They could get a cheap old boy in there, but when it goes wrong, he won't answer his phone. They know that, that I will do a good job. I've answered the phone to him no end of times over the years that I've known them. So I think customers, they value that a lot more. They value the reputation or the, they value the relationship they've got with you a lot more than how, how much it's going to cost in a way. And this is what I think helps, getting to know the customer through doing work for them and impressing them with little things. Like sometimes when you say, oh, yeah, I can move that light switch. Uh, I don't want to do any chasing. Don't worry about it. We can do a kinetic light switch. Oh, what's this? Fantastic. So you can tell them about uh, tell them about new technology that is on the market that you've used before that you can recommend to them to save them time and money in the long run. Yeah, it might cost them a little bit more for the kinetic switch, but... It's going to be better for them in the long run because there's less mess. And a lot of customers in a domestic house, they don't like chasing the walls out because they have to redecorate and that all again. So in order to find out what you should be charging for an hourly rate, the first things first, what you could do is figure out your outgoings, figure out what's coming out of your pocket to be able to run that business. But another factor to consider is how much you want to make, how much you want to earn. Say you want to earn 20 grand a year as a self-employed electrician that's not a lot of money so yes you can earn 20 grand a year relatively easy i think as an electrician but what's the point if you're going to run your own business yeah great you've got a chip on your shoulder that you run your own business you're a business owner not really something that you want you want to be able to earn a good living you want to earn a better living than someone that works in aldi stacking shelves so you've got to 
aim high, I think, basically. And I think 30 grand to start out with, if you're starting on your own business, 30 grand is probably a good amount what you want to earn a year because maybe that is what you could earn on the books. Previously, maybe you were employed somewhere on the books and you were earning 30 grand to 35 grand a year. Then stick that figure at 35 grand a year. You want to earn 30 grand a year. What's the point in jacking your job in if you're just going to earn the same money by running your own business? But you can start off low. I think 35 grand a year is relatively low because you're going to start off there. This is not where you're going to end up. Because 30, 35 grand a year, yes, it is relatively low. But you've got to start building a customer base first. You've got to have some customers to basically do work for. You don't want to just sit there and put your prices out and not get the jobs. You've got to have customers that where you build that know, like, and trust with your customers to be able to put your prices up for customers. Once they know, like, and trust you, they won't quibble about the price so much. And on a rough guesstimate with all your outgoings and wanting to earn around 30 grand a year, you'd need to charge an hourly rate of £21.92. Well, that's not a lot, is it? I would go as far to say that that is pretty cheap for an electrician. But if that is a starting point that you're comfortable with, then yeah, you could do it. If you could be able to start your business off by charging £21.92 an hour... Obviously, you've got to incorporate that in the quotes and materials. But if you started off with that as your hourly rate, and that would cover you to earn 30 grand a year, then that's a starting point where you can start building your customer base. And you could do this by using the customers that you get, maybe working for £21.92 an hour. It's quite low. The more I say it, it is quite low, £21.92. So maybe stick up to 30 quid. I don't know. But this is what you need for maybe 30 grand a year. So £21.92, so the customer bases that you build up, the customers that you have, use them customers to get more customers by maybe asking for referral referrals to their family and friends to build in a reputation so they talk about you to their family and friends anyway. You might get the jobs in their kitchens or their bathrooms that you can say, right, can I take photos of them from my, my portfolio on my website or anything like that? Then you could use this, this work that you've already done to basically boost the business that you're building. Then you will be faced with a problem, but it's a good problem, a problem of too much work. You've got too much work booked in, you've got so much to do, you haven't got any time. One simple solution, stick your hourly rate up. You will lose some customers, maybe the new quotes that you give them, might go hang about, that's a bit expensive, but then fine, then that's okay, because if you've got so much work, you're not gonna lose every customer, you'll lose a few customers that might think you're too expensive, but you'll regain the other customers that'll go, yep, okay, you do a fantastic job. I don't mind paying that a little bit more. And you'll be earning more money for less time. It's a it's a win-win situation. And you can put your prices up whenever you want. It's your business. Because there's no point in being stupidly mega busy and earning just a normal amount of money. I think the busier you are, the more popular you are, and the more your business grows and your reputation grows because you do such a fantastic job, it's inevitable that your money's going to go up. People are going to need to pay for you to come to their house to do that fantastic job. It's a natural thing. The more your business grows, the money's got to grow with it. And this has a little bit of a knock-on effect with maybe wholesalers because the more you spend with a wholesaler, the better discount you're always going to get. I've done a quote before for people where they say, right, Ben, how much do you pay for your uh, decorative chrome uh, black insert sockets? 
And I explained to him, saying, yep, I pay £11.50. I didn't actually pay £11.50. I paid £9 something because basically I got them for that price. But anything I get from my wholesalers, I put 20% on it. Well, 20% is to make up for maybe if they go faulty. And basically, I've got to order them. I've got to wait for them. I've got to pick them up. It's got to cover my my cost for me to do that. So 20% is not a lot, really. But then when I told him that, he said, I'm going to get the sockets and switches myself. I said, okay, there's, there's the list, what I need, and I can fit them for him. But get this brand, please, because this is what we agreed on. And I don't want you to go and get some rubbish ones that are going to fail. So he said, yep, no problem. Obviously... He went and looked on Amazon and saw they were £15 each. And he comes back and says, Ben, can you get them, please? Well, yes, obviously. Like, uh, you should have just let me get them in the first place because that will be me giving you the warranty and stuff like that with them so I can take them back to the wholesalers if anything goes wrong. This is what my 20% covers. At the end of the day, I get them for a good price from the wholesalers, which is better than Amazon anyway, because you can guarantee the people selling them on Amazon are getting from the same place as what my wholesalers get them from, and they're putting their mark upon. It's just some people want to try and save them, them pennies. I don't know why. They just do. They like to try and save a few pennies, if, it's, if especially if it's a whole house. Maybe they might save themselves 100 quid. Not in the long run. Because anything goes wrong, they've got to go, oh, I've got to send it back to Amazon. They've got to do all this. It's a bleeding nightmare. But... If I've supplied it, they can ring me up and say, Ben, that USB socket, it doesn't work anymore. Not a problem. Come around, I'll replace it straight away. Maybe not that day, but you know what I mean? Quite quite efficiently, I will replace it because it was my responsibility. I think I could have just charged him £15 is what he obviously saw him on Amazon, saying, yep, they're £15 a socket. But then that wouldn't help me grow my business, I don't think. I gave him a better deal because I got a better deal from the wholesalers. I spend over ten grand in these wholesalers a year probably double that even so they give me fantastic discount to make me keep coming back to make me keep using them so they look after me i look after my customers it's like a i say vicious circle but it's a nice little circle it's a circle of life in a way and the perk that i get from the wholesalers by saving so much money i pass that on Obviously, without the 20% putting on top, because you've got to make some sort of money. After all, I'm in business. And if a business doesn't make money, it folds. And then if my business folds, they're not going to get a good electrician to come around, because I'll be employed by someone else. They're going to have to employ the guy to get me to come around, pay basically double. And it's just, yeah, it's going to end up in a nightmare. So I can try to explain to a customer to say, look, this is how it works. Or sometimes you you don't want to have to explain to a customer. Sometimes if you have to explain that to a customer they're not going to be a customer you want to work for much longer because they're more likely going to be the same sort of people that will be go down the pub and say, you can change a socket. Yep, this half-drunk lad will put his hand up, I can change a socket, I'll do that for a pint. And yet they'll get DIY Dave to come in, change their socket for a pint. It won't last. It'll probably be wrong or they won't test it. It's not really done to a, a standard sort of thing. Yeah, it might, the thing is, it might work. It might work for 20 years. But... I would like to plug your tester in, give it a loop test. You check, wouldn't you? You're giving recommendations to say, right, you haven't got an RCD on these sockets, anything like that. It's always a good idea to call a professional electrician. And with your hourly rate as well, just because you've set your hourly rate at maybe 30, 35 pound an hour, it doesn't necessarily mean that's what you charge for every job. Because if you look at it like this, say you get a bedroom, that, uh, not a bedroom, a house that needs a rewire. But that house is occupied. 
You've got to move the stuff around. You've got to get all the appliances, basically the sockets on working. You've got to leave the put the floorboards back down at the end of the night because they want to get the Wi-Fi on and they want to get the Xbox working overnight with the fridge and maybe cook dinner for that family. It's 10 times more of a nightmare. I tried to outprice myself by doing something like that. Like I, I don't really want to do a rewire with people living in the house because compared to a property that is empty, how easy it's like a dream it's empty you can make as much mess as you want and then you can all clear it up at the end or not clear it up get yourself a laborer don't ruin electrician's reputation by clearing up because we don't do it come on, we know that so it's just easier to do a rewire which nobody lives in because you it's a week it will take you a week if that depends how big the property is you can get in there and get out but saying that, you might put a decent price in to say, right, I'm going to bump it up to £40 an hour because I really don't want to do this job. Make sure you bump it up to something that you will be comfortable to do it for. Because if you've made a good impression on that customer going around their house, they don't care what they're going to pay. They're going to ask you to do it. It's happened to me before. You think, no, nah, I'll never get that job. They're not going to be interested. That's, I wouldn't pay that for a rewire. Nah, they want you to do it because they've liked you. You've got on with you. You've had a cup of tea with them. You've explained how you're going to do things. They think, yes, you're a trustworthy kind of guy. And you think, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm getting a good amount of money here. I'm going to take my time. So you can spend your two weeks to do a rewire. Just make sure that you've priced in to maybe move the furniture or clear up every night because that will take 10 times longer as well. So to conclude this podcast on how much you maybe should be charging for an hourly rate, you need to take everything into consideration your van your insurance your part p uh, your tools your phone bill even everything just everything that you use for your business and don't work at a loss not for electricians maybe that is something that goes well for maybe restaurants or something like that they maybe work at a loss to get their reputation up out, out in the open and out in the market but for any tradesman i don't think they count on working their business at a loss for the first year it just wouldn't work out so check the link down below in the show notes and there'll be a link to a free hourly rate calculator where you can put in basically your outgoings, your van costs, your fuel costs, everything your outgoings, how much you want to earn a year. Don't be shy, put a good amount in and then it'll work out how much you should be charging an hour. And just because it might come up saying £21 an hour, yes, you should be charging £21 an hour. This is not gospel. You don't have to charge £21 an hour. That's just the minimum you should be charging to cover your costs. And to be honest, in some specialised installations for electricians, sky's the limit. You could charge basically what you want, especially when you get asked to be or be requested to come to this job. So, ben, you're the only one that can do it. This has happened to me before in my um, in my career. You're the only one who can do it. You can charge what you want. Well, that's my famous last words. So until next time, I'll see you again. 